Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. It's Thursday the 18th of January and I'm talking to you about Britain's cheapest rail ticket. Yes, that's what I believe I have found. It is on trains between Manchester, Piccadilly and Stockport Station, which is six miles south and also in Greater Manchester. The fare is just 70 pence one way for a comfortable nine-minute journey. The crucial thing is this only works on the hourly trains with Transport for Wales. It doesn't work on every single departure. Um, It's an advanced fare and therefore when they've run out, they've run out. But it definitely does work. There's even better news if you're, say, under 31 or indeed over 59 and you get a rail card because then it's only going to be 45 pence. So why does this exist? And are we going to see anything like it elsewhere? So It is said, and I haven't been able absolutely to verify this, that the line between Stockport and Manchester is unusual in that every single train that goes over the Stockport viaduct, this amazing piece of Victorian engineering which um, uh, connects Stockport with Manchester, has to stop at Stockport as opposed to expresses that might think, OK, well, we don't want to lose you know, three minutes or so by stopping there, so we'll whiz straight through and get to London quicker. Anyway, everything stops there. There are no fewer than five train operators there. You've got Cross Country, you've got TransPennine Express, you've got Northern, you've got Avanti West Coast, and you have got Transport for Wales. Now, the Anytime fare is a quite um, challenging £4.90. You shouldn't ever have to pay that. Mostly on northern trains when I've made the journey before, um, I found a fare of £2. It seems a fairly popular fare on northern, which does lots of really good uh, advance tickets. I also use their app in preference to other apps. It's really straightforward, works really well. And uh, unlike, for instance, Trainline, doesn't cost you anything. So I was on Saturday looking for a suitable train and then I suddenly saw 70 pence um, and this was Transport for Wales and it's just a train once every hour it goes from Manchester via Stockport and indeed crew and then it meanders down to uh, Shrewsbury to Hereford into South Wales some trains going to Swansea some's going to Milford Haven in Pembrokeshire so it needs though to fill up along the way and they know they're going to pick up some passengers in Stockport So why not sell some seats at an extremely low level and that will attract people from other train companies? For a commercial organisation, that looks quite a good plan. Transport for Wales, owned by the Welsh Government, um, their main aim is to persuade people to travel on trains. If you're charging me 70 pence to get from Manchester to Stockport, you'll definitely get me on board. It is, though, taxpayer-funded, heavily subsidised, and uh, so, too, are 
other operators, for instance, Northern, Transpennine Express, both of them run by the government, both of them loss-making. And so you kind of got several publicly owned companies competing against each other, also against um, Avanti West Coast. Uh, so it's unusual that you would have some extremely cheap fares like this and also um, that it is worth doing for merely 70 pence because I could insist on a paper ticket. There's going to be a cost associated with processing my payment and then with issuing a ticket. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if that starts uh, devouring most of the 70 pence. Are we going to see anything else like this? Well, we sort of already do in the sense there's all kinds of journeys where if you've got a number of operators competing, and I'm thinking here maybe of um, Newcastle to Edinburgh, uh, that you will get some of them coming in with um, cheaper deals. And competition, particularly if it's between actual competing companies rather than just various bits of the um, publicly owned uh, in, uh, national rail system, um, is, is a good thing. I'm all in favour of a lot of competition on the railway. Um, in aviation, of course, it has forced prices down. Now, it's not quite the same in the sense that airlines and airports are generally private sector organisations that um, are doing pretty well. The railway is largely a public sector organisation that is doing very badly. Don't forget we've got more strikes coming down the road. But if you want to get some other good value tickets, well, think about Transport for Wales just to Wilmslow, maybe also to Crewe from Manchester. You're going to get some really cheap deals there. And indeed, I think the cheapest way of travelling from Manchester to London is on a cheap old Transport for Wales deal to Crewe and then a cheap old London North Western Railway departure, which will take you into London Euston. The, I was going to say the pretty way, it's exactly the same way, it just stops a few more times, but that's well worth doing as well. One day we may get a coherent set of fares and I will actually be talking to you again very soon about why we don't just have a fare per mile. But for now, thanks very much indeed for listening. I will look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Goodbye.